Well, hello, Stacy Powell's. Well, hello, Jason well, Brent. Like <laughs> I know you're you you have the ability to twist to better crank than I my body around. I, I got to tell you, I'm a little mad at you this morning because you did, I didn't play foosball. No, because you didn't tell me that school started today in Bishop, <laughs> and I was late, and I was late, and I could not believe the traffic on Line Street. No, it's insane, isn't it? It, it was. Uh, I was just tootling. You home. went the wrong way. You needed to come down. I well, I did my Maine. walk on Mummy Lane. Oh, okay. I come down a little early so I can do that because it's really nice and shady, and there's lots of water right here, and I love here in the water. And then I just get some gas at the at the gas station right there, and then I couldn't turn out. It no. took me probably. I mean, this doesn't sound like a long time. Four minutes. Oh, that's to turn out of. <laughs> the, that's, the, and uh, I, now I'm starting to scratch. A long time. I almost used one of the slightly for filter. Yes, the slightly filter words. Delicious, but so thank you for not warning me. But well, I'll yeah, go but for you next. Know what else I found out today? Mm -mm. Stop signs are optional mm. on uh, back first to day school. of school. Yes, stop signs are optional. They were optional today. Yeah, not for me. I stopped. Thank God, it was my right away. But yeah, no. Next time, I'll, next Thursday that we do this, I will uh, come the yeah. other way. Line Street, when they went down to single lane, has always been now a problem for. Uh, school in the morning so you do not want to come that way okay the nine months thanks of the school year appreciate yeah. the warning oh you're absolutely welcome appreciate the warning who's our guest today uh marilyn mann and morningstar wagoner and you guys are from health and human services for inyo county and i got something in the mail about the eastern sierra advanced area for aging did i say that right Eastern Sierra Area Agency on Aging. I totally got that wrong. <laughs> what is that? Um, the Area Agency on Aging mm -hmm. is a uh, planning service area that encompasses both Inyo and Mono counties and um, probably got a needs assessment to look at um, planning on how we use funding to support our aging population. That's what it was, a needs assessment, because I went online and I filled it out. And when it said comments, I said, you know, there's a lot of us aging people in Mammoth. Yet, granted, after this winter, a lot of my friends moved out. <laughs> so my friend circle is getting smaller <laughs> because they can't deal with it. You know? no. and, and if my husband wasn't so attached to his house, yeah. I would say, you know, let's just rent it for six months at least, you know, from November through April. But um, there's not a lot of services for aging people that I know of in Mono County. I know there's a there's um, a huge senior population in Walker and North Mono County, but Mammoth is so transient and just who knows who's staying and who's there. And there are definitely several of us where I would go play bingo once a week. Is that me? That can't be me. Wasn't me. It can't be me. Oh my God. And, gosh. Anyways. Um, Ding. So yeah, I think I'm going to have to turn that off. So okay. I want to know what kind of services that the agency has for Inyo and Mono County, because I'm really interested in that because I am aging. <laughs> if you, really? If you couldn't tell from this, I think I'm everybody's totally aging. aging one day at a time. Yeah. One, and we, we all get there and I don't want to have to leave Mono County to get services elsewhere. And not okay. that I wouldn't I, I I like Inyo County, but here's the deal. The allergies down here would kill me with the hay and the grasses. And that's why oh, I live where I do rush. because, and the rabbit rush. That's going to hit here really soon. Yeah. And so the allergies would just, would just get me sooner than anything else. So tell me about the programs that you guys have and also about what it is the two of you do within your department and um, 
Yes, so the world can know. <laughs> well, my name is Morningstar. I'm a program manager for the um, senior programs. I oversee um, the uh, congregate um, locations, which is uh, Bishop and Lone Pine, um, where our senior centers are located. Um, the services that we offer are congregate lunches. Um, we do have activities that are available. Um, we have movie night. We have bingo. Cool. So, <laughs> so Bishop in Lone Pine. But is, so Bishop, is that the senior center in the park then? Oh, so I didn't okay. know HHS did that. I thought that was the city. Well, that's interesting. Cool. And, um, and so we have um, also our home-delivered meals. Um, we have assisted transportation. We offer transportation, which are bus passes, um, to seniors. Um, and, um, and we also do have another location in Tacopa as well. Wow. Um, and Where's so, Tacopa? Other side of the mountains, other side of Death Valley. Four hours away. I was going to say, I've seen the sign, but I can't remember where it is. So it's that way. Okay, so yeah. southeast. Okay. Very southeast. Okay. It really is right on the border of Nevada. Oh, okay, got it. And so, do you? but in Mono County, there isn't those... Well, actually, Mono County does mm. have services. So um, as the administrative entity for the Area Agency on Aging... We contract funds to Mono County, and they do have services, including home-delivered meals. They have a congregate site in Walker, mm -hmm. and they also um, provide countywide in Mono um, home-delivered meals and other resources. So they provide transportation and assisted transportation. And I think as... Our aging population continues to grow, and we're in. You know, the, the statistics are showing that by 2030, we will have more people over the age of 65 in this country and in this state than we do people under the age of 18 for the first time in our history. Wow! And that's the boomers, right? Because our parents after the war just did. We did this. They did number two <laughs> on our cups. Yes. And so, so it, it's, it's a growing population. And, um, but there are services available in Mono County as well as Indio County. So, and in addition, there is a, a site in Big Pine mm -hmm. uh, four days a week for congregate meals. And Independence, we have the ability to do one day a week. Right now, we don't have anyone participating in that, but um, we try to ensure that we have not only the, the, the food experience, but the ability to socialize and have connection with, um, with other people. That's important. <laughs> Someone was talking about, um, I forget who it is this last week, and it's like, oh, but you can order this from home, and you can, you can do this from home. You don't even have to leave your home. Oh, it was, I think it was about the bank or something. They were talking about online banking, and they said, you don't understand when I go out that's the one time that I get to see people and interact and I get to talk. Or was that a Facebook thing? That was a Facebook thing. Because <laughs> I read the same thing. I read the same thing. It was yeah. about that old man. As soon as you went, oh, I'm like, yeah. That, was that old man who, who's, yeah. whose kids were trying to get him to just stay at home and not have to go out. But he's like, this is the only interaction I get. Yeah, it's, yeah. Going, it's going to the bank. I still go to the bank. I don't do everything online because I like the tellers. You know, I, I, I like even. And it gives them their jobs. Yeah. 
Well, absolutely. So, um, so who cooks the meals that everybody has during these called congregate meals? So well, that means because they come together to eat. Yes. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Okay, it's a music clearance thing. Yeah, she does licensing for music, so we got to be careful. Right. It's okay, and I'm like, don't. I should anyway, say that. We're, we're coming together, yes. having a meal. So in Walker, they have um, a cook and an assistant cook, um, Bishop. We also have the same, and Lone Pine. We have we have staff that cook the meals. Um, and um, also provides the home delivery meals as well. Okay, and is there like a set menu that the cooks decide or the county decides? We have a monthly that? menu that's um, that's given to all of the 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 people that come in, um, along with um, it's also uh, in the newspaper um, to show what is being served. And um, we also have a dietitian that reviews the menus to make sure that they're all. Compliant. <laughs> I'm just going to go fire another way. Jenny. He <laughs> loved it. <laughs> we can keep moving. <laughs> live, not so live. <laughs> okay. No worries. Yeah, so they, they put out um, a ton of meals. So the congregate site in um, Walker, they have upwards about 20 people that come on a daily basis, and they also provide um many home delivered meals um monday through wednesday our bishop site we have upwards of about 85 people that come wow. to lunch every day um, and then they're also putting out about 300 meals um, for home delivered per day as well monday through wednesday our do they have to sign up for the meals do they have to like sort of rsvp to say hey, I'm, I'm coming and is there a um like a vetting process so people who are 20 you can't have the chicken you know, <laughs> you know, because there are people who are struggling who are younger than us um, that might think, oh, hey, you know, here's a free meal, the senior center. So how does that work? So they, they have to meet the qualifications for, for the program, which is 60 and over. Okay. And, um, and then there are other, um, other uh, qualifications as well that could meet if you're under the age of 60. With disabilities. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but... Um, if someone does want to come in, we do have people that come to um, just have a meal. It's $9. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they would have to pay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's... I, I have a question though, because there's a lot of things that are changing in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gluten-free, dietary. Mm -hmm. Is that in consideration? Things like that when it comes to these meal preparing? Well, we don't have the capacity to do specialized meals. Okay. And so what we do offer seniors who have specialty needs is they can have a consultation with a nutritionist or mm -hmm. dietitian around how do you, given your specific dietary needs, how do you make the best out of the senior meal possible? So we, we, um, it is a, a, uh, costly program to administer I bet. and um, so adding that additional specialty meal uh, pre preparation would be a more challenging well, of course. course so but we do have the ability to provide some dietary guidance and support around you know how to best meet your dietary needs okay yeah because, because if somebody's a vegetarian they can just have the peas and potatoes they don't have to eat the meat right sure that kind of thing mm -hmm. 
You know, I mean, I do that all the time. I'm mostly vegetarian. I'm a flexitarian, I should say. <laughs> flexitarian. Okay, once every six months. I don't know about word number eight. That's I don't know like about y'all. If you go up to Carson City or Reno to do shopping stuff or down to Lancaster, I have to have an In-N-Out burger once every six months. So I say flexitarian. <laughs> one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number one. So how did the two of you get involved in this kind of work with the county? I mean, I don't know how, and how, I mean, how long have you been doing it? How did you get involved? And how, how, how is somebody who's thinking, this sounds like a great deal to help the public to be involved in the government and but do outreach. How do you do that? Did it, did it fall into your lap? Did you go to college for government work? Did we fall in polls? Was it a public health education thing? I'm curious is how all that happens. Well, and so was our listening audience. Well, I, I can tell you that I actually worked in nonprofit um, children's services in Nevada for about 10 years and wanted to move home. Uh, Is this home? County, okay. Big Pine, and in 1997 or 8. And uh, I was looking for a job and I had the education experience that qualified me to become a social worker. So I actually came to the county as a social worker and over time um, developed and grew in my profession, uh, moving up through the ranks and became um, the director in 2017. So um, I think it's it's looking at what the job openings are with the county and if there's a, a skill that you have and a skill set that fits those um, job openings we we would encourage people to apply because just, just to get, get in the door you know just the door and it, the county's a great place to work mm -hmm. um it's been really good to me and i think uh, morning star would echo that mm -hmm. but i don't want to speak <laughs> yeah, so i gotta say social services i just have to do a shout out to everybody in social services what what a job you have I mean, that's just, I, I mean, my heart breaks just thinking of all the things that you come across and the calls that you get and the people and the children that you have to deal with. Mm. Um, that takes a special kind of angel to want to, to want to work in social services and, and want to work with the families that are in distress. Do you guys have, just when she said that, it just alarm, like the things like even with like CPS and they have to deal with, do they have like special counseling programs for the workers in HHS to deal with some of the things that you guys have to deal with? Well, our, the county has an employee assistance program. So okay. if someone, whether it's working in child welfare and public assistance, behavioral health, whatever venue you're working in, and it doesn't have to be just health and human services. Right. But if someone is struggling with an issue as a result of something they experienced at work or just in general, the county does have an employee assistance program that yeah. can help support someone through that process. Um, because, you know, we work with a lot of people who come through our doors with trauma mm -hmm. and sometimes childhood trauma, mm -hmm. even adult trauma. And that can be very, um, it, it can be wearing. And so it is important for us to support each other and to ensure that we are um, recognizing that we have secondary trauma and that we need to take care of ourselves. So it's we important. have, it, it's extremely important. We have worked mm -hmm. over the last few years um, very closely as a team 
to bring trauma-informed information into our team and into the work that we do. Um, and have done that in partnership with other <clears throat> other partners like probation, um, tribal partners, the schools. So um, but that's a great question. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, good on, Jason. Good question. <laughs> Morningstar, I have to ask you this. Yes. Your family doesn't own all those vegetarian corn dogs. No. Days, okay. <laughs> that we buy sometimes the morning star brand no no <laughs> and they're not part of the investment i thought you know either. because like <laughs> amy's soups they were named after the little girl who's you know whose parents and i thought maybe she her family owns that no i was gonna say what are you doing here <laughs> i actually grew up here yeah <laughs> i actually grew up here and um and i worked for owens valley career development center working with kids ah. um, also running a preschool and a child care center in Big oh, wow. um, and um, when um, I saw some positions that had come up with the county as well um, I've been with the county now for 10 years mm -hmm. and, congratulations and um, and I really my goal was to help people I was able to do that in the position that I worked in with Owens Valley Career Development Center, um, working as a family literacy teacher, um, and then also working in the preschool and childcare setting. But I really wanted to be able to do a bigger part. And when um, uh, some positions had come up and I had applied for the integrated caseworker position, which is um, offering uh, eligibility, uh, it's looking at eligibility programs for CalWORKs, CalFresh, and Medi-Cal. Um, I really wanted to see what that position was and it really called out to me and I absolutely loved it. It was the best choice that I had made and when I was able to work with those um, that were participating in the employment programs um, to be able to assist them to um, be able to get on their feet and be self-sufficient and provide for their families and not have to receive assistance anymore, that really made my Heart feel really good, and um, and in that time frame, I became a supervisor and then program manager, um, and then within this last year and a half, um, I started to oversee also the senior programs. So the senior programs are newer to me than the employment and eligibility programs, but I love them just the same. And all of the different locations and all of the different people that you meet, it's pretty amazing, and all of their their stories and how we're able to help them and, and the services that we can put out the door. Um, it, it really makes you feel really good at the end of the day and feel good about what you're doing for your community. It's you, awesome. You just, when you said all their stories and, um, when I'm not here, you know, doing this with Jason, I, I'm a writer and wouldn't it be cool to get some of the stories down from some of these seniors and put them in like an anthology mm. and use the use the profits to go back into whatever programs uh, that yeah i mean because every, everybody has a story everybody has a story and people who are in their 70s and 80s they have lots of stories well what's sad is they just disappear you know this would be a way to make sure that they're you know, that they don't disappear, that yeah. their stories live on because they've all come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody's had some kind of tragedy in their life. And, um, 
you know, and everybody has joy in their life. And it would be lovely to get some of those stories out there. And I don't mean the type that um, they do with the Eastern Sierra, where they talk about the mining days and that kind of thing that's out oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tales along the Sierra? Yes, those. And, no, I think this is a good project for you. You know what? For me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about that. I'm, I'm busy editing a whole bunch of stuff right now, including an anthology for another group. But um, that might be something to, to do, to interview them and just to put... Oh, we could put them in here and then you could turn in that and transcribe those stories. I could do that. We could it could be a whole different show. It could be a whole different show. You know, senior, the, the seniors of the Sierra. Yeah. And find out what their stories are hmm. because like everybody has a story. You guys all have a story, right? So you I, you mentioned, both of you mentioned programs and I didn't want to write them down because there were so many. So under the umbrella of your department, what are the programs that you have that maybe people don't know about? You said that you offer the lunches in the newspaper. I mean, you get the times for the, in your register, right? I'm guessing the yeah, Mammoth Times doesn't post that, I don't think. Well, I think that I that's because Mono County, um, we contract with Mono County Social Services okay. and they do the administration directly. So Okay, for the walkers. Walk I'm going to have to start talking to them about doing something for the seniors in Mammoth because there really isn't anything that I know of. Am I missing something? They do, yes. But I'm saying the... Like a congregate. The congregates, yeah, yes. Coming together. Yeah, they're coming together because everybody's all scattered and... Um, I mean, what I did this winter was I posted on Facebook, buy, sell, trade. I said, there's a lot of people over 60 who need help shoveling. Mm -hmm. If you can help, you know, and of course I got in trouble because you're not supposed to advertise for that. You have to buy something, sell something or trade. Maybe I should say I'll, they'll trade you some brownies for snow removal. But, um, and so I kind of put that list. <laughs> not those kind of brownies, Jason. Um, so I put a list together. And I hand it out to all my friends who are over 60 and say, here, call this person, call this person, they'll help you. And so um, I think there needs to be a little bit more senior outreach in Mammoth. And Mammoth has a tendency to, and, and I hope I don't get in trouble saying this, just to, to cater to the younger, the second homeowners, the tourists, and, you know, and not so much the the i want to say the baseboard <laughs> it's not the right word but i like that the baseboard of the community and the seniors who have been there forever yeah and so um i think that has to change a little bit but what are the umbrella programs i got kind of sidetracked with my senior right. thing and services we uh we have a number of divisions we have behavioral health which provides mental health and substance use disorder treatment we also have our aging and social services, which includes public assistance, child welfare, adult protective services, in-home supportive services, which in-home supportive services is geared towards primarily persons who are aging, um, blind, or disabled. And we have our public health and prevention programming. So there's a wide range mm -hmm. of, of services. With our seniors, uh, in addition to the congregate meals and the transportation and assisted transportation, we also contract with California Indian Legal Services to provide uh, legal services for Indian Mono aging residents. We have a, um, a long-term care ombudsman who provides advocacy and a voice for residents in long-term care facilities, mm -hmm. the two, in, uh, one in Bishop and one in Lone Pine. And the beauty of a health and human service agency 
we're not siloed. So we can, we're able to blend our programming and our services in order to fill gaps. Mm -hmm. So the senior program used to be a standalone department um, in the county structure. And in 2009 is when it was uh, folded into the Health and Human Services and we're able to um, put it in our social service programming uh, continuum of services so that we can sort of work together to bring services to the community. We have uh, some positions that are funded through mental health in our senior program that provide friendly visitor services. So someone who's very isolated and um, perhaps more homebound has someone who's able to go visit them in their home and reduce their risk for depression. Um, one of the things I think that uh, you know, the act, the federal act that established um, the funding for triple A's was the Older Americans Act, and it was in 1965, and the target population was 60 and over. Well, a 60-year-old in, in 1965 looks a little bit different mm -hmm. than a 60-year-old today. We have advanced health, care, health um, improvement, and it, it looks different. I always think um, Aunt B in 1963 uh, is the same age I am now. And, um, you know, I, I don't see myself as Aunt B. No, no. you're not Aunt B. <laughs> you are definitely not Aunt B. <laughs> Let's see Andy Griffith. But um, so to, to speak to your issue around Mammoth, um, the 60 year old population in Mammoth, it, it looks a little differently. Uh, they're they're out there soon, they're very active, mm -hmm. and that may be one of the reasons that the target um, of senior services is in Walker, where you have a little bit older population and a little bit more isolated and um, perhaps more economic challenges, because the funding for this program, we're required to target those who are most socially and economically isolated and um, and perhaps with more um, mobility and access challenges. Now, now that, that kind of makes sense when you said that because there are events, you know, in Mammoth, there's a lot of music events and a lot of the seniors go to the music events like the Felici Trio. Mm -hmm. um, and they do that the, down here too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's bingo every Tuesday night. There's a lot of things going on that a lot of the seniors go to. Um, I just, it would kind of be nice to have um, just sort of a gathering place for everybody who's over 60, maybe once a month and just to, you know. Um, I know that Behavior Health does it. Um, Dirk, who works for Behavior Health, he does a donuts and coffee thing at every um, every Sunday at different coffee houses there. It's like a senior donut. And I went two weeks ago, and there was, yeah, like a lot of people there that I didn't know who lived in Mammoth that, you know, were seniors. And I'm like, hey, I didn't know you lived here. I mean, I've been here a long time. And had no idea. So there's that. So they do that kind of outreach on Sunday mornings. I just, I just like the congregate dinner thing. I just, I'm gonna yeah. have to see if there's a way that I can talk to our behavior. You make it I'll, happen. I, Unfortunately, we're out of time. Oh, oh, oh! Can you believe oh. it? We have so many more questions. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to have them back. Oh, oh! All these, all these words all these that I can't, that I can't say, say on right the air now because we're slightly filtered. We're slightly filtered and I can't say on there. Well, I just thank you.